0: Hey, it's Nikki Llewellyn-Gregory, and you're on Gut Plus Science. You're in for a fast-paced, storytelling, action-item-rich leadership growth experience. I hope you make this podcast a habit. I consider it a leadership mentoring tool. Learning together makes us better together, and that is how we change the world around us. Let's get to it. Hey, Gut Plus Science listeners, it's Nikki, and today's episode is a special series with my friend Renee Smith. It's called To Work With Love. I believe that loving leaders transform workplaces and create work experiences that are meaning-filled. Renee fights against fear-based leadership and helps us learn how to lead with love and do it in such an empowering way. You're gonna love this episode. Renee, take it away. It's time for bold new answers to the serious human challenges that we face. We know that people are struggling And by people, I mean all of us. It's incredibly tough right now in every sector and across all levels of our organizations. People are struggling. And when our people are struggling, it's hard to work effectively and achieve our goals. Stress is at an all-time high, isn't it? In fact, one statistic that I just found recently is that 89% of us will experience symptoms of burnout this year. 89%. That is a lot. We know that one-third of people have also experienced a significant loss that's led to grief in the last three years, and half of us are measurably lonely. All these realities make it difficult to focus on our mission and our outcomes on delivering day-to-day. I know that it's hard to communicate. I find it hard to build trust, to overcome the silos that we don't want to work in, to work through conflict when we are at our ragged edges. This makes it hard to deliver on our brand promises and to meet performance goals or to you know, even creatively take on solving our day-to-day problems our traditional directive hierarchical mechanistic kinds of approaches that often use threats to induce urgency and compliance really aren't cutting it and frankly they haven't been cutting it for a long time but now it's more obvious than ever before that we need to work in a new, bold, and more human way, a way that's aligned with what we know about human beings and their performance and neurophysiology. It's time to work with love. Love? Yes, love. In this podcast, I'll be sharing the business case for love. And I'm going to provide you with practical guidance on how to operationalize love, too. We're gonna take on the tough questions that come up about love because there are lots of good and important and tough questions and I'm game for them. I've been answering them for a lot of years now and want to explore those with you. I wanna give you and and help support you to find the confidence to lead with love and to put love at the center of your work in your unique way. That's the way that's gonna make a lasting impact on your team members and your organizational results too. So that's what we're here for, is to discover how to work with love. I'm Renee Smith. I'm a researcher, social scientist, writer, and speaker, and I'm the founder and CEO of A Human Workplace and the co-founder of the Center for a Loving Workplace. On this podcast, I'll tap into my research on love and fear to help you understand why love is the answer to your business and culture challenges. And I'll share insights from my team's experience working with our clients on how to operationalize that love. So when I said the word love, I could almost hear out there a variety of reactions. Some of you said, what? And maybe felt confused or unsure or uncertain about what I'd meant or if I'd really said that L word. Some of you may have reacted by saying, no way. Maybe you felt skeptical. Maybe using this word love doesn't make sense to you. Maybe you've never seen or heard of something like this before, or when you have, it's been about a lot of fluff. And so that's legitimate, and we're going to talk about those kinds of questions on this podcast. Some of you said, yes, you were so excited. Maybe you believe in the power of love already to make a difference in your team and in your own leadership, and maybe you've seen the impact that love can make. All of these reactions are welcome. All of them are reasonable, really, depending on your experience. And I want to encourage you to bring your questions and to bring your skepticism and to bring your curiosity. But also, I really invite you to bring your openness to discover a new way of thinking and of teaming and of leading. Your reactions now, for sure, are going to depend on what on earth we mean by love. So let's talk about that what love is and specifically what love in the workplace is. So I want to invite you to just pause for a second and think about when I say the word love, what comes to you? What words come to mind? What experiences, what feelings, what sensations? Maybe what relationships come to mind? Now, when I ask people this, when I'm speaking or teaching, oftentimes people will talk about kindness or unconditional positive regard, Or they'll mention interpersonal care or affection, or maybe self-sacrifice, or any number of behaviors like listening or supporting. All of those are components of love and part of how we think about love as human beings. I really have come to value and use as a foundation for some of my thinking the definition of love offered by Moshe Engelberg, who wrote the book The Amari Wave. And Moshe's definition of love is this, that love is energy that uplifts and connects. Energy that uplifts and connects. And that simple definition provides us with a really nice platform or foundation, a really good territory, if you will, to explore this human experience of love in many different spheres of our lives, but particularly in terms of our workplaces. When I say the word love, I want to offer that there's a spectrum that love exists on that sort of a a spectrum of experiences where we have love and that that love in that spectrum of human experience belongs in all of the different spheres of our lives. And here's what I mean by that. When I say the word love, you likely immediately think of your closest family or friends, those people you hold most dear. And we can pretty naturally Reflect on love in terms of those relationships. But I also want to offer you to think about the moment when you're walking down the street and maybe you trip and fall and dump your stuff all over the sidewalk, and a perfect stranger stops to help you up and make sure you're okay and helps you collect your things and and puts you back together and helps you to go on your way. And in that moment, there was a type of love not a lifelong commitment of love, but a version of love that exists between two strangers. That's love as well, right? And so if on the one end we have love between people in our most committed relationships, and on the other end of the human spectrum of experience is the love that we have between two strangers who will never see each other again, then there are also types of love that belong all across the spectrum of our human lives so in our neighborhoods with our neighbors and the people that we live close to in our communities in our social circles that we move in or you know out and about in our cities and towns or in our workplace that in all of those spaces love belongs different versions of love but certainly love belongs and in fact we need love in all those places And I would even take it a step further to offer that our primary work as humans is to bring love into all the spheres of our lives, to uncover it, to discover it, to reignite it, to learn how to bring it into all the parts of our lives. That's what we're here to do. Now, when I ask people in my research to tell me a story about a time when they experienced love at work, people offer a variety of answers to that question. And really, when they answer that question, what they're giving me is the operational definition of love at work. They tell me, I felt loved when I experienced respect or trust or kindness or compassion or inclusion and belonging or courage and challenge or appreciation. These are all the different ways that people describe what it is to feel loved at work. And just consider what a difference that kind of love could make, if it were present in your work day in and day out, on your team day in and day out, across your organization each and every day. If those qualities were manifest every day, if, if the focus in your culture was on bringing those qualities to your teammates each and every day, just consider what might that impact be. So how does love show up in the workplace? There are several different ways that we think about this and sort of large collections of experiences that people describe. And I wanna give you a a sampling of that so that you have a sense of the kinds of things that we'll talk about over the weeks ahead. One way that people talk about love showing up in the workplace is when with a leader in a moment that matters. And there are a variety, a whole multitude of moments that matter in our work lives. One of them is when we're new. This individual described once in an interview how when they were new on a team and their leader really took time to get to know them and their interests and skills and to cultivate opportunities to help them contribute initially and then over time brought challenges to them and new opportunities to learn and grow. And for them, that was love. And that was love initially in that moment that mattered as a new person and then over time as well. So love shows up in the workplace with our teams in moments that matter as well. One woman described how she was a single mom working as an engineer with a construction firm and would be invited out to drinks with her team members after work, but she needed to pick up her son from daycare and needed to feed him dinner after work. And so she couldn't go join them at the bar to have drinks. And when they learned why she wasn't joining them, they changed the location of where they were having drinks after work so that it was a place where she could bring her son and get him dinner. And that was a way that she experienced love from her team in a moment that mattered. So another way that love shows up in our workplaces is in the formal structures of our organization. And we'll be exploring this over time, but what I just wanna name is that in addition to meeting people in these moments that matter, our organizations need to have love embedded in all of the components of our organization, in our policies, in our processes, in our planning and strategy, in our HR practices, in our cultural norms and so much more that we need to embed love in each of these places. One team I worked with paid special attention on how to design their strategic planning and business planning process to truly value and uplift and connect every person To their planning process. And that's an example of how to invent love in our organizations, in those structures. So, what happens to leaders and teams when love is not placed at the center of the work, when love is not a workplace value? Well, what happens is that fear is the response. Fear rises up in us as people. When we sense this indifference, when we sense that we are not safe, we feel afraid. And that threat response causes us. To have a fight, flight, freeze, or a peace response that has us pulling back and shutting down and withholding and not bringing and doing and being all that we could be. But when people feel safe and loved, some really good things happen for people and for organizations too. We have greater retention and loyalty and creativity and engagement. There's better customer satisfaction and confidence and care amongst teams. And we find that people go the extra mile, and people even describe being able to do like the best work of their lives, which is what people want to do, which is what we all want to do. So that's what can happen when people feel safe and loved. And so with all these benefits to both people and our organizations, there's another benefit that I just have to name too. We create positive waves of impact that go well beyond work when people feel loved. When people walk out of our doors and into their families and communities, or when they turn off their screens and step out of their offices, out of their home office and into their homes, the love that they experience with us will reverberate far past our strategic goals and our products and our P&Ls and all of the different things that we are working to do day in and day out, all of the things that we're paying attention to. This is one of the many reasons why we need to work with love because we can create a legacy in our world. So, thanks for listening today. If you'd like to connect and learn more about how to work with love, message me on LinkedIn or reach out to me on my website, makeworkmorehuman.com. There, you can learn more about how my team and I help leaders and teams to operationalize love and humanity in moments and structures that matter. Until next time, go put love at the center of your work today. We just left the world a little bit better. Now go do something with